working, working. What's happening? What is happening? How was your um? How was your Christmas and New Year? Did you get some time off? Yeah, it was great. I had, a, I had a, for the first time in a long time a good, a nice Christmas and a nice New Year's. It was very good. What'd you do? Just hung out with the kids. Yeah, hung out with the kids and um, yeah, their their mum, Aaron and her kid, her family, my family. Yeah, good. Um, just a good wholesome family fun activity. <clears throat> a lot of good food. Fair bit of beer. Oh my god, so much food. <laughs> Aaron bought a Aaron bought a um well I, I cooked a brisket which was awful. And if you want you want to see it, go into the low and slow barbecue group on Facebook and you can see me get savagely trolled for it. Wow. He also really? made she also bought a nine and a half kilo ham. Like yeah. this thing was like fucking this big. Right. She still won't tell me how much it costs. Like from like a really fancy butcher. So we had that and right. then we had prawns and barbecue and just yep. everything. So much food, stupid amounts of food. That's good. But yeah, yeah, it was nice. I How did the you? same thing. My my sister was staying up at um, Pelican Waters. And oh, yeah, so, so and, and my um, my my brother and my sister-in-law um, are away in Italy at the moment and... Um, so it was a bit of a so my nephew who was left left stuck at home was a bit of an orphan. So we grabbed him. Actually, you know what fucking happened? The two days before Christmas, the commo got towed and oh, <laughs> broke no. down. It oh, broke no. down bad. Yeah, I thought it was that was it. That was the end of it. Right of December. Nah, it overheated as I was driving down the ramp onto the ICB near the hospital there. Oh. And it just temperatures went, and I went, and um, of course I'm on the ICB. I went to pull off, so I had to sort of keep going. I'm like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Got off the first opportunity I could. Got to the light, still hot. I'm like, oh, I've got to turn it off. Thought that's it. I'm not going to start it. Then light went green. I'm like, put the hazards on. What oh no, it would have got hotter. <laughs> so I started again. Went around the next set of lights at the Normanby Five Ways. Turn it off again, and sat there, and then. When the light went green there, started up again, drove around the corner, drove 50 metres, turned it off, rolled to a stop, and I went, that's it, this time. It's happened before, but I went, ah, this this, this time I've definitely cooked the engine. This is game over. And I popped the bonnet. So I'm on College Road, right, Main Road at Spring Hill there. And I popped the bonnet, and there's fucking oil smoke coming out of the rock covers. And I went, yeah, that's that's game over. Blow a gas, blow the Warp the head or something. I thought I've done something like that. And um, uh, I thought, yep, this is it. That's just really wanted to get it to 400,000 kilometers. What do you got it? 396. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, side of the road, (laughs) joined the RACQ. (laughs) Got a car that old, I'm not the RACQ, but I am now. And, um, and got towed home and I went, and I said to the drivers of driving home, I said, oh, it started, it was fine, you know, and it didn't conk out. He goes, I'll drop you on the street because, I, you know, you've got, I've got that steep driveway up to mine. I said, put some, just put some water in it. You'd be able to drive it and park it in your garage. And I did, and it started and it went and it was fine. And okay. and um, I thought, oh, I'm just going to have to diagnose this. So um, changed a, a lo- the hose, radiator hose, and then turns out that it was the radiator cap which is like a pressure relief valve, mm. which had failed, was letting all the pressure out of the cooling system. And so what had happened is as you turn the engine off, 
the coolant would boil, right? If you keep yeah. the pressure on, it, it doesn't boil, right? And um and and because that had failed, it had pushed all the coolant out of the system and eventually it got way too hot. And um that was the uh, that was the end of it. And um So but wouldn't so, turning it turning it off would heat it up more, wouldn't it? Because Yeah. Yeah, because when you when you because the coolant's normally recirculating, right? And the fan's when not you going. Stop, the fan was going, but not doing anything because there wasn't enough coolant in it. But when you turn the engine off, right? There's the the coolant no longer moves, but and it's it, and the part of it that's in the engine continues to get hotter and hotter because it's absorbing the heat from the metal in the engine, but it's right. not going through the radiator. But you've but also got. Gets, do you have an engine fan that stops turning yeah, yeah. It's off as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So so your coolant actually gets hotter after you turn off the engine right. for a few minutes. Yeah, right? about ten or fifteen minutes, right? And um, and and this has been going on for a while, and I didn't know. Just didn't pay attention. Yeah. And um, change the radiator cap, change the coolant, change the oil, start it up. Commodore lives. Nice, still holding together. Holding together. <laughs> My low income single dad car. You could have. Um, you could have <laughs> fucked it. You could have fucked it badly by driving. I could. I could have absolutely. <laughs> Fucked it badly, but I'm very lucky. It's like cost still cost two hundred and thirty dollars to join the RECQ, but I mean I think they're onto that scam. <laughs> well, yeah, but they charge you a oh we'll waive the waiting period thing. Right. I you know, say so you pay 140 bucks. Have you got a beer? Oh uh, yeah. You? I've got a beer. Yeah. Sponsored or not? Nah, I've got something rare though. All right. As in rare for Queensland. Check Go this on. out. Oh, there we go. Hang on, wait up. Screenshot. Got the old. <laughs> Very good. Rivet. Have you ever had it? I haven't, but I know I need it. You should have it. We've talked about it on the on the show before. This is the this is the um Trev Burks from Bendigo Beer brought this up from Victoria. So Rivet is from Aldi. And it's uh, it's 30 cans for 30 bucks for 24 cans or something. Isn't it like regularly Jeez. win? Awards and shit. It does. It's got two bronze medals on the ABAs. I know that because it's printed on the box. Nice. Um, funnily enough, no, I know no, the head. Two bronze medals is not really winning an award, though. Let's be let's be honest about that. Yeah, but you're still doing all right. Uh, anyway, brewed in Vietnam. Okay. And uh, I know the head brewer. I judge with him at the ABAs. Fuck! I've nearly nailed my glass. Look at my glass. Oh, oh, so wow. close. So close. Screenshot taken. Oh God. Solid. So close to being clean. What did you do differently with the glass? Watch a YouTube video on how to clean glasses. Did you actually? Yep. Okay. It's dishwashing detergent and vinegar and, and vinegar. water. Okay. And, vinegar and a special brush? What, what did you use to, to wash it with? Chucks. Chucks? Yeah. A new one? No. We've written a blog post on this a while ago because we've got to ask really? this all the time. What beer have you got? I've got the um, Helios Pegasus Tropical Ale. That's a really good beer. Is it one of the new ones at Jake Brew? It's also, it's four. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Packed out 12, 12, 22. I, I think I've had it in the fridge for a week and that a half. I've be... been saving it for the post. How long's Jake been there now? Did you see his beer today? No. Jake posted a photo on Facebook of this very delicious looking Pilsner. Oh, that looks pretty good. Glass nice schooner. Good. Glass there. Fake schooner. Yeah, but that's sponsored glass. Sponsored baby schooner. glass. Nice work. Um, he brewed a pilsner, and it looked pretty good. Need to get our hands on that. Uh, yep. Uh, incidentally, 
Um, shout out to Helios for sending us the Christmas care package. I got a care package right before Christmas. So, well, that's what this was. I've just been saving yeah. it for the show. I drank them all. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's sponsorship. It's not the point. <laughs> no, it, was, it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. So, yeah, anyway, also, thanks for making it a four percent beer, not an eight percent beer. I appreciate mm. that. Mm-hmm. Rivet gives Hollandia a run for its money. All right. What are you paying for a 30 case of that? Of Hollandia or a Rivet? Rivet. Aldi. I paid nothing for this because I was mulled up to me from No, Melbourne. I know that. But if you had to fork out your own money. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. This is this Rivet is a solid beer. beer. 4%. There we go. Rivet Lager, 24 cans. They don't tell you how much it is. I think it's like 35 bucks. Yeah. Like the excise is the excise is $13, $12, $13 for that beer. And they're throwing it out the door. So you can, and I, I actually had, when I was over in Bangkok, I had breakfast with Michael, who's the head brewer of the contract brewery where River is made. And um, he, he just wouldn't say, yeah, like, you know, that landed that price. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no secrets, is there, really? Is there? Or- well, when it's a big brewery that he runs, yeah. and yeah, it's understandable. It's in it's in Vietnam. I'm not quite sure where in Vietnam, but I'd love I mean, to go they, there. Probably, pro- I'm sure they probably lose money on it at that price. Mm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about breweries that size, but this beer tastes fucking great. So yeah, such a good beer. Curious. Such a good beer. So yeah. Anyway, um, Christmas, and then so my 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 nephew who isn't was an orphan for Christmas because his parents had left him, abandoned him to go to Italy. Brilliant. Um, we went up to my mum's and we hung out there and just chilled out, and then went up to my sister's on Pelican Waters on Christmas Day. Came back to my mum's, serviced my mum's car, spent more time under cars over Christmas than driving them. Um, but that's okay. That's fun for me, and um. And then uh, came home and kind of spent basically a week and a half doing fuck all. Yeah. I replayed The Last of Us Part 1, PlayStation. Oh, okay. And then I'm halfway through The Last of Us Part 2, replaying that again. Amazing. I don't I don't play games, but my kids got very fucking spoiled this year. And one of them got a brand new Xbox and the other one got a brand new PlayStation. So um, PS5. Yeah. There's some bloody good games on it, mate. It's insane. The Xbox Series X or whatever one Will has. He got yeah. Forza was the first game he got. Yes. I think, have you seen that fucking thing? It's so good. Insane. Yeah. Well, I actually went over to my mate's place, Mike Phil, where I go and drink shitloads of Hollandia. Mm. And um, uh, and the and he's got a massive home theatre with a $15,000 projector, like just a projector. Nice. One of those lazy mm. ones. And it's a, it's a big just crazy and um he plays xbox he's got xbox playstation all that sort of stuff just bought a caravan jesus yeah but his partner bought a caravan so cool it's a loving it a wicked caravan but they just went and dropped 70 grand on a caravan because they can do you have so, you got to get your games at your at your home as well what's that do you have like a PlayStation or something at your house as well, or you just yeah, I got a PlayStation Four. Yeah, I can't get, afford a PlayStation Five. So. Yeah, get, get dug into that. It's good fun. It's just um, I used to play games on PC, but this is I can't play games on this because this is work. It's my yeah. office, so it's yeah, you know. And so at least if I'm on the um, uh, if I'm on the um, 
PlayStation, I'm sitting out there and having a beer and sort of Jack Daniels. Very good. I, and um, did you, in all the mechanical work, did you get to touch the scooter at all? Or? I did, actually. Um, wasn't until the last day of the break. <laughs> so the, the, the Piaggio Zip, so just a bit of a recap, I bought a Piaggio Zip from a teenager, 300 bucks, and, um, and it's fucked. It's in good, it's a tidy nick, right? But the bottom end, the crank bearings are fucked, you know, because when you start it, you can hear them whirring and then it slows down, it's about to seize, right? And so I thought, I thought, you know, I said to myself, said self, I'm going to teach myself how to rebuild an engine. Do you, do you always call yourself self? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how did self go? And with so, that? well, I've just, I've, I've got, it's they're actually, it's this, this scooter is mind blowing. I'm so glad I bought it because the Piaggio's, it's so simple to work on. Like it's it. just, it's so good. And, like it's so easy to like. I literally, if I have the, the right tools, I've ordered the tools that should be arriving tomorrow. Oh god! Um, and it's only like fifty bucks. This special tool that locks the transmission, so you can take the clutch just, and everything out. I'm just having flashbacks to when you last ordered cheap shit that's supposed to rock up and solve all your problems. Well, I've still got all that cheap shit for the Honda today, and I don't have a Honda today. So, do you want to buy some Honda today parts? Got a front fender. I'll take the phone got case. Got a headlight. You can't have the phone case. Only I'm the bad girl. <laughs> I tried there. I didn't see it. And um, so um, uh, basically, if I had the tools, I would have had the engine dropped out of it in about an hour, which is amazing. And so lesson learned from the today, I actually have all of the screws and everything bagged up in what they're supposed to be. So I can put the fucking thing back oh, together yeah, again. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. And um, and so I should have the engine out on the weekend. Um, and then I've got to split the crankcase uh, or pull the, pull the head and the, and the cylinder out, take the piston off. Split the crankcase. I had to buy a special tool to split the crankcase. Take the crank bearings out, replace those, put it back together with some silicon, um, and then put the piston and everything back in. So, so basically, full engine rebuild, glued together. Well, like a, most like engines, a, most engines are. It's like a um, gasket and then a bit of silicon. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's a it's a special silicon seal, yeah. and then you compress it back together again, and yeah. away you go. Um, so. Um, I reckon I'm not going to rush it. I'm just going to enjoy the experience. It's just something to do. But I think I should have a back, have it back together. Oh, you know, um, six or eight weeks or something. Should we do an over under for that? <laughs> uh, end of you February. Don't want, you don't want to rush it though, do you? Don't put pressure under. Yeah, end of end of February. I should have it done. I'll take an over under on that. You will. Yeah. End of Feb. All right. End of February. Right. I won't have it registered, but I'll have it running. I'm, I'm going to write it. this up right now because we need some more over-unders in here because we're running out. Here we go. Mm -hmm. What's the name of this thing again? The Piaggio Zip. Piaggio. Piaggio Zip engine rebuild by the end of February. So this this thing has to be running and rideable. Yeah. Won't be registered or roadworthy, but it'll be running and rideable. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll take the over. I don't think you're going to make that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, 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 to be fair, that's a pretty reasonable bet because I've never rebuilt an engine before. It's plenty of time, but yeah, there's, there's, there could be a lot of things that could get in your way. There could be a lot of things that get in the way, and I think it's really good to teach yourself a new skill. Definitely. Love it. Um, I found something cool today. What'd you find? I found 
that there's a thing called Spotify Wrapped for podcasters. I knew about Spotify Wrapped, but I didn't know. Oh, that okay. So explain what that is because so I don't you know use Spotify anymore. Oh, you don't? So Spotify Wrapped, at the end of the year, it just gives you as the consumer like a list of all your favourite songs and statistics and shit to do with what you yep. listen to. Oh, that's where you have the Dan Norris Fest posts on social media. Sure. Yeah. There was, no, there was people like had Norris Fest and it was like, well, it was like a festival poster with all of the artists that they listen to. Yeah, and it says like you're the top one percent of listeners of this artist or, or whatever. But yeah. it's that that's that's from a consumer's point of view, but they make them for people who create stuff as well, which I didn't know. Oh. And oh, so there's one today. for us? There's one for us. Bullshit. Can you there can is. you show us? Well no, I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you on it first and then I'll show you. Oh okay. <laughs> so I only so found this is just strictly Spotify, yeah? This is strictly Spotify. So I found this because we I'm going to do a stats update. So I'll quiz you on the stats. Okay. And then I found it because I went on Spotify and the rap thing is on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess keeping in mind that Spotify is, Spotify is probably about a quarter of our small listenership. So it's, it's not a lot of people, but there's some fun mm-hmm. stuff in there. So, all right. How many? Four. By the way, oh, wait. Let me double check. I'm pretty sure this is publicly available. Let me just double check this. is actually three. Yeah. Okay. Four, so this link four. is publicly available. Um, so hang on. Um, Bless you. So I will put this in the show notes, but until I do, you're going to have to guess these stats, Audio. right? Okay. How many okay. hours of content did we produce in 2022? Uh, oh boy. So we, we, we're on nearly every week, save for a few, probably four or five or six weeks tops. Yeah. Uh, each episode's at least 90 minutes. Um, so can I allow, am I allowed to use a calculator? Sure. As long as, long as it doesn't involve lots of long silences that I'm going to have to edit out <laughs> later. Can't you hear me typing? <laughs> what am I? Oh, set the microphone. No, I couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh, let's call it uh, 48 times. Uh, I'll take two hours. 96 hours. 56. Bullshit. You think that's not, en- not enough? It's probably not enough, is it? Ah, that doesn't make sense. I wonder if we were on Spotify for the whole year. I think we were. Okay. Anyway, let's move on from that stat. I mean, normally the shows go for about an hour 20, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be, it'd be, what calculation did you do? Because we, we probably would have. I, missed... um, I did um, two hours an episode. Yeah, too much. I, so I did 48 20 times. I think we would have missed 80, probably more than five, four or five weeks too. Divided by 60. Yeah, 64. It's like, so an hour and 20 average for 48 episodes is 64 hours. I think that's about right because we finished on the 13th. We missed two at the end of the year. We probably yep. missed two at the start of the missed, year. We missed a couple. And there was a couple when I was traveling. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. That's very right. Simple. And this apparently this amount of content is more than what percentage of business category content creators? So like... so Okay, so that it, what's the question? So the way they do things is if, if you like, you know, if you're like really into like, I don't know, what's what what's your favourite band? What's your favourite music to listen to? Oh, uh, let's say Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, Smashing Pumpkins. So if you get your own rap as a consumer, it will say you're like the top 20% or 10% or 5% of Smashing Pumpkins listeners. Yep, yep. Um, and the number will tend to be pretty impressive because there's just fuckloads of people who use Spotify and just don't 
you know, there's a lot of podcasts that don't produce much content. A lot of people that start don't finish in that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you the heads up that, that it's an impressive number. But so you got to tell me what more than what percentage of people in the business category is 56 hours of content. So is it like uh, for the amount of content or is it 60%? Is lower, higher? <clears throat> higher is basically your, you know, like if, if, you were the, if you were the number one, you'd be like number one in terms of produced amount of content, you'd be kind of yeah. like 100%. If you were worst, you'd be 0%. Okay. Well, I'd probably say about 85%. Apparently 99. What? Apparently 99%. Really? Does that mean we're the bottom 1%? No, it doesn't. It means it means we're the top 1%. It means we're the top, yeah. Huh. yeah. In terms of content created, which maybe it's right. Like maybe there's loads of people who just don't, like not everyone does a podcast every week. A lot of people probably don't do one at all. And even ones that do it, they do it by the 20-minute episodes or something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good on us. Oh, no, Does that right. include the blank space? The what? The blank space. Silences. The silence yes. gaps. Yes. But that's a good point. See, if we want to get higher, I could just stop cutting them out. Fuck yeah. That'd save what's me that's work, what, what, What's Adam Shell? Not that one. The other one going to do. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if it counts if people speed it up, if it's less hours. No, it's content created, not content consumed, isn't it? That's true. Yep. Good okay. stat. Top episode. This is going to be impossible for you to guess because you're probably not going to remember this many episodes, but... Yep. Should I just say what the top episode was? Yeah. It's not Field Trip, is it? It's not Field Trip. It's episode number 40, crowdfunding a craft beer brewer with Sean from Future Magic and Matt from Virtual. Oh, that was a great episode. That's a top episode with double the amount of streams as the next one. Hmm. Um, and it gave Field us trip. this that 8% of current audience started with this episode. Yeah, right. So that's cool. People must be searching for crowdfunding or something. Yeah, or, or maybe they shared it or, hmm. yeah. Interesting. All right, this is a good one. How many countries and what are the top five? Top five countries? Australia would be the top country. New Zealand's got to be second. Correct. The US would be third. Correct. United Kingdom would be fourth. Correct. Oh, shit. <laughs> what did you say? I, I said, oh, shit, I've got four <laughs> out of five in order so far. Yeah. Uh, if Germany? Canada. Okay. Fair enough. That's good. That was good guessing, though. Four out of five. And how many countries total? Probably 20. 12. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Just like, just, just rewind back to episode, episode one. It's like, it's like, it's not like I've got 12 followers. It's like, I'm listened to in 12 countries. Exactly. <laughs> it gave our listeners a podcast personality, which was The Enthusiast. And it says, <laughs> the listeners are super fans. When their favourite podcast releases a new episode, they're amongst the first to know, going above and beyond to show their support. Good. That's cool. That's because they're a good bunch of 12. Right. Percentage of... Oh, yeah, this is an interesting one. So what percentage of 2021 listeners joined again in 2022? So in 2021, we did 14 episodes. We started in September last year. Yep, 2021. Yeah, so 14 episodes. What percentage of people who listened then came back in 2022? Still listening? Yeah. Oh, I'd probably say 60%. 43. That's not bad for retention, I suppose. I think that's probably not bad, and that's not a bad mm. guess. Mm. All right. What percentage is the last one? What percentage of listen listeners... 
Um, hang on, right up. What percentage? Oh, hey, here we go. What percentage listen to most of our episodes? I don't know how they define that, but Adam Shell. What percentage? One percent? Ninety-nine percent? To listen to most of the episodes, oh, I'd probably say twelve percent. Thirteen. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. It's almost perfect. Yeah, right, we've got to so get those numbers sorted for 2023, man. I know. Yeah, we've got to improve this. Here, now, now, here's the final three. Um, how many fans rated the podcast in their top 10? Oh, well, not rated, but the, I guess top 10 most downloaded podcasts. What percentage? I'm oh, sorry, actually, not a percentage. It's how many actual people. Put it in their top 10? Yeah. 20? 123. Yeah. What? Pretty good. Okay, then. And how many in the top five? 12. 91. Wow. Right, final final stat. Wow. How many of Spotify listeners have the Boss and the Brewer as their number one podcast on Spotify? Um, 20? <laughs> 33. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Thank you to everyone who is listening uh, I'm very grateful for that, for your time in listening to us just talk shit. Yeah, that's for an awesome. hour and 20 minutes on a Wednesday night. I mean, what else are you going to do? I'm just, it's just an opportunity to drink beer. Yeah. Um, all right. I could join I'll, a beach volleyball team, but I'll put the rap thing in the show notes and I'll probably chuck it in the group as well because it's fun. Um, should we continue with this self indulgent segment and go through our stats or do you want to move on? We had a lot to get through tonight. Uh, let's move on. Okay. I've documented the stats. We can go through them next time. But... Do them next week. Next week. Yeah. I, I was th- So I actually put it. I put a post in the group today about 2023 um, predictions, and we were going to react to them, and there's actually shitloads of comments in there. Okay. So I thought we could go into that, but then I also saw this IWSR article about the- Beverage alcohol's eight drinks. drives of change for 2023. Oh, like, what do they say? Sorry, excuse me. Um, have you heard of this IWSR thing? Apparently, what is what does it stand for? I, I I went on the website and I couldn't work it out, but apparently it's like the world's best uh, drinks predictor of trends. So, all right, so here we go. Premiumization driven by broader base of mass affluent consumers. The fuck does that mean? Yeah, I feel like that one was bullshit. That's dumb. All right, number two. China's risk profile evolves as the US and India are positioned for strong spirits growth. Fair enough. Right. Uh, number three. Better, I think. Pockets for, pockets of growth for beer across select markets. Promising growth opportunities for beer in the coming years will be in India, Latin America, and Africa. Brazil, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Colombia, and India. Cool. That's where you open a brewery then, isn't it? Yeah, so it says this follows long-term consumption declines of traditional beer in China and the US and global declines. Yeah, it was the same here. Same here, mate. Yeah. Uh, number four, sparkling wine spurs growth for overall wine category. People are getting on the bubbles. That's pretty fun. Prosecco for days, bitches. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, great. Get that champagne in, sewage out. It's all good. Um. Here we go again. Number five, premiumization drives growth of the RTD category. See, I think I, I understand this one. I, I can attest to this because I buy what those. What does it mean? Have you seen those little like uh, spritzer, wine spritzer cans, the little mini ones? 
Mm-hmm. They're fucking delicious. I think that's what that means. Are they expensive? Yeah. Premium priced? Yeah. They're like they're How like they're, they're like a three they're a three thirty can or maybe yeah. maybe two fifty. They're tiny. Yeah. And they're like twenty five bucks a four pack. Oh. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're wow. delicious though. So that I think that's the kind of shit they're talking about there. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, number six, e-commerce growth moderates. Pandemic lockdowns drove racket alcohol e-commerce growth. And now that we're not locked up anymore, we're not buying our booze online so much. I think fair. that's fair. Yeah. Number seven, home premise grows even stronger, driven by economic concerns. Hundred percent. Have you been to the pub lately? I've been a couple of times and it was so fucking expensive. It's fucked. Fucking like unbelievable. Regatta, it's $15 for a pint of pack ale. There was a news article on news.com during the week about someone going to Byron Bay and spending $20.50 for a Perona. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the receipt. And on the receipt, the Byron it Bay Hotel. Before it for $17.50. Just buy the pack ale. It's a bargain. Oh, my God. And, um, yeah. Totally understand. And to be fair, it's going to change my drink habits in yeah. 2023, I think, um, because I just can't afford to spend 15 to $20 for a pint at the pub. Mm-hmm. What I do like is going down to um, Common Ground Cellars and I can preload there before I get on the bus on the yeah. way to the regatta and um, you can drink it. It's one of those bottle shops you can drink at. So, um, and I had a Hornet there the other day and it was $6.50. Brilliant. So why would I go to a pub to pay $15 for a pack ale pint when I can get a Hornet can, same standos more or less, Yeah. for 6 bucks fifty. That's true. Or you could go to your mate's house with the $15 projector and drink Hollandia's for free pretty much. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And that leads you into the, into the final one, which they've left the oh, bullet yes. off. yes, number eight. Annoying. Moderation increasingly driven by economic concerns. I actually don't agree with this one. Okay. Because when economic times get bad, people get depressed. And what do they do when they get depressed? They drink. Yeah. I feel like we, with, with the industry we're in, it'll affect us for sure. Because like our Yeah, because I think what will products. happen, I don't think people will... I don't think people will moderate the quantity that they no, drink. No, I drink cheaper shit. But but I but that's exactly what's going to happen is is there'll be a shift to a lower price point. Yeah, agreed. That's uh, that's how it's going to be. Which is why Very we're so interesting for our sponsors like Helios. Yeah, exactly. That. Um, are very um, generous with their beer, and um, you know, saves our hip pocket. You can't get a lower price point than free. No, nah, you can't. I mean, I suppose if they paid you to, if they paid us to, that that could be a good thing for the, like a, a goal for the year is find a sponsor that pays us. What would we do with the money? Send an email out on Mailchimp. You have to pay for that. No. Can we hire someone to type it? I can use Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, yeah, we could awesome. buy beer. We could buy beer. We certainly could buy beer. All right. Well. There you go. Um, what do you think of those trends overall? They were generic and businessy, weren't they? they Very were... generic and businessy. Most of them are pretty generic. Yeah. Some of them are, you know, reasonable. That's fair. All right. Let's get to these. Um, this thread because 
people must be keen to get back into the mix because yep. I had a lot of replies to this thing. Yeah, good, good, good. Hit it. So the so the thing I put in there was basically what um what's your prediction for 2023 and we'll respond to them. And some of these might turn into an over-under if we if we think you know differently about certain topics. If not, yep. see what happens. Let's go through them. And I haven't looked, I looked at a couple of them, but I haven't looked at these. So if they're really dodgy, don't blame me. All right. Well, start at the top. Right. See an Adam Shell. Top that of the alphabet. Yep. There's going to be a big brewery sellout. I'm not sure who, but probably not from Queensland. What do you think? Um, I would agree. This sounds more like a rumor than a prediction. Oh, yeah. Look, I think um, there would potentially be a sellout, and I doubt that it would be from Queensland. Um, Who's buying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know there's a lot of big breweries. I would say you buy a brewery. Hmm. And why would Lion Nathan buy a brewery? Well, they're building their own brew pubs and stuff like that. And yeah, I just spent half a billion dollars on, you know, Pacific Ale. Would it be something from New South Wales or Victoria? Not really, because both of them own breweries in those territories. South Australia, you know, Asahi owns Pirate Life. Mine doesn't really have a presence there, but I don't think they care because they closed the West End Brewery. Um, WA, they've both got presence out there. Just nah, don't really see it happening. Uh, if it does, be a bit of a surprise. Uh, New South Wales, yeah. Oh, look, I don't know. I think I think there's some some players there, some potentials there, but I don't. I, I will say this: I don't think it's going to come from um, either Asahi or Lion. I think they're done with their buying. I feel like you're sitting on the fence because I'm going to go yes on this one, and if you if you want to go no, we, we've got a bet on our hands. Right. Okay. So a buyout of a craft independent brewery. A lot going to be a big brewery sellout. Right. By a major, like a, he, he like doesn't a say that. He, he doesn't say that. Right. Well, this is this is the thing, right? Because I I would I think that there is the potential for some a- acquisitions. Yeah. But I just don't think it's going to be from Lion or Asahi. I tend to agree with that. I think the bet's off. Well, fuck yeah. All right. Next. Thought we almost had a bet. Damn it. Right. Leah Hill, who I don't think is Leah. I think it's a shared account. Larry. Larry, number one, hottest 100. Called it already. We know you, you're a yes on that one. Yeah. Called it already. Um, I'll say no only because it's not my pick, but it's a good call. Are we going an under-over on this? Well, we've already we've already kind of got one with the with the hottest 100, so I don't think... Oh, we do because we've we picked the top five, haven't we? Yeah. yeah well, I've been... Uh, have we? Let me check. We did what, something. What, did you write it on your list? Hottest 100, Hendo. No, we just picked the first. Mm. Let's do top five the week before or something. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but I did better. When is that anyway? Is it Australia Day? 28th, I think. Yeah, cool. Is that the day off? What's that? Is that the day off, the public holiday? It's, it's a Saturday. Mm. Saturday in three weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. Adam Gali. Sorry for pronouncing your name wrong. He, he got the formatting right on this prediction. Capital P colon twenty twenty three will see the continued rise of shitty no taste no carb lagers as more brewers jump on the bandwagon in collaboration with equally shitty influencers. <laughs> wow, what do you reckon? Why doesn't he tell us what he really thinks? Aggressive. Mm. Are you take are you taking the yes or the you buying that or are selling? You, it? Are you saying that we should start our own shitty lager brand? I like that. What about Revit? Named after your scooter. 
We could do all sorts of dumb shit except problems we're actually involved in the brewing industry. So I don't think anyone would consider us to be shitty influencers. <laughs> no, we'd have to team up with someone. Yeah, um, exactly. <clears throat> well, what do you reckon? Um, has there been okay? It's very presumptuous, Adam. Um, because um, is there another beer brand other than Better Beer that's teamed up with influencers? Well, yeah, there's the Abbey Chatfield one. That was only what? a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. And then there's that Traveller one. Who's who runs that one? Well, that was it was the guy from Jetty Road. I think there was there was an influencer involved. I'm pretty sure. Right. Um. So Traveller, Better Beer. The Abbey Chatfield beer, which are, the name of the beer escapes me because I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the there's the um, Last Man Standing. There's there's a lot of celebrity beers, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of celebrity beers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see. I, I, I'm going no on this one. I reckon. I reckon. No, getting, I'd say no. I, I reckon we're getting to the bottom of these. Yeah, I think. I think. I think Better Beers is a unicorn that's just going to smoke everyone in this category. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Angus Grant, Brewdog to downsize or close. That's an aggressive one as well. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely Neither. not. Um, they've the, the the Brisbane Brew Pub is the most profitable Brewdog bar in the world. Mental. They are not closing it. And right? the new ones they're building look. They've also just collaborated with what is it? Um Australian Hotel Group, whatever the fuck it's mm. called. They're building um, some sick menus. And they've got the Pentridge one, the one at the where the Gabs used to be in Sydney, Carriage Works. No. I'm with you. They, I, I'd say the opposite. They're upsizing. <laughs> yeah. You, what, what you won't see is you won't see them make a big play into the retail retailers. Yeah. Like I doubt. You won't see them in Dan Murphy's or anything like that. Well, they f- aren't they in some of those already or not not now? Oh, making- probably, but not not to be like the the go-to hmm. lowest common denominator cheap beer that you go and buy at Dan yeah, Murphy's or anything like that. Like in the UK, box. you go buy Brewdog, it's in every bloody Tesco in the country, mm. right? And they worked hard to get that distribution, but I think it's very costly, not particularly profitable, and I don't think they want to repeat that in Australia, which is the world's most profitable beer market. I, I'm with you 100%. We're going to find one we disagree on. All right. Louis G, prediction. These are great, by the way. This is awesome. Thank you, 12, for putting these together. Yeah. Prediction, capital P, colon, and a new line for the question. I don't, I don't mind right. that. That's fine. For the prediction. Yep. For the, well, yeah, exactly. The prediction. Ferrari wins the F1 championship. There are four laugh reacts there. That's true. I'm going to add another one. Do you think they're laughing because of the prediction or because of the format of the question? Because I laughed at the format. I put, I put the, the heart question. emoji. Heart react. I don't mind the heart, this prediction. Because the heart is red and red is the colour of Ferrari. Okay. And if they... Who's their new manager? What's his name? Some guy who's not Mattia Bonotto. Yeah. Um, if they can get some good strategy... from Sauber. Yep. Uh, then, yeah, absolutely. I think they might be in the running this year. They have to be in the running. They've got the fastest car on the grid. Hmm. I would you would you pick them though? I reckon I reckon I would put if they if they get if they nail the reliability and the strategy, absolutely the hundred percent they're in a chance. Within a chance. I reckon underrated team. Science is an underrated driver, in my opinion. Yep. So I reckon if you want to get good odds for the 2023 champion, chuck a few dollars on science as a roughie. Or uh, the world champion? 100 percent 
Holy shit, that's a pretty good roughie. But I'm not taking the bet. I'm not taking no, the no, bet. No. I'm not saying yes to Ferrari. Yeah, fair enough. What are you? Are you saying yes on that one or no? I'm saying Ferrari, yeah. Shit yeah. They're your pick? Absolutely. Okay. I've All got right. my tickets to Grand my two and a half thousand dollar tickets to Grand Prix. I'm going. I know you're going. All right, there you go. We've got one. I'm going no, and I feel bad because I just said that shit about science, but I hope you're right. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Paul McCart, prediction. Fan of Bat B, Carlos Science had 16 left in 2022, under or over 2023, you bastard. <laughs> hey, he, Paul McCart was going to be fan of the year until I, we didn't have one. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, under or over? Under or over 16 Fs? I'm going to say under. I'll say under too. Definitely under. Yeah. Science is awesome. Right. Craig Maiden, prediction, colon, boss and the brewer to write a number one Aussie beer podcast followed podcast closely on, by ABV. Aussie beer adventures, that's Adam Shell's It's one of the Adam podcasts. Shell's. Correct. Adam I got Shell's. Beer, by the way. Oh, what do you Aubrey got? Lemon, lemon Myrtle Sour sponsored beverage. Uh, any good? About to find out. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's uh it's a very interesting one. I think uh I think the uh uh the the podcast and content landscape is uh is gonna change in Australia in twenty twenty three. And um I hope that Adam Shell does very well. Uh I've been watching the I watched the YouTube video today, which I thought was excellent. Right, yeah, but the prediction is that that we are going to rise to number one, followed yeah. closely by ABV. Yes, and I'm well. I'm looking forward to Adam Shell being my number two. Well, okay. I I don't want to. Okay, I'm not going to take the bet because we're definitely not going to be number one podcast. But I don't want to. I'm. I, I can't. I can't say that. You never know your luck in a big city, mate. That's true. But yeah, that's nice. Um. Oh, that's good. Yes, shout out to Aussie Beer Adventures. I'm. I, I think I'm. I'm going to go on there at some point. Hopefully, I'm sure you are too. If you haven't done it already. Um, yeah, he keeps asking me. I was just got to find a place and a time to more content. Catch up. Yeah. All right. Lucy, every brewery will have a party for Gad's Countdown, only to be disappointed that Ben Spoke paid their way to the top. Oh, oh. Jesus. What is Brutal. Going on with these fucking it's like sticking a knife in and then giving it a twist. Oh, wow. Don't, Lucy, don't you know that Larry's going to win? I, this I is 2023, is the year of Larry. Better be it. Better be it did an Instagram story where it was just those two like drunk talking shit to 1.2 million followers and told people to vote for them. They they're gonna win. I don't know, man. I think right. they open a bowls club and uh, people are gonna love that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe a two horse race. But don't know about that Ben Spoke comment. But all right, <laughs> it's uh, like real. <laughs> all right, Luke Cooper. What what have I done here? What I feel like I might have worded this badly or something. Luke Cooper, Mighty Craft shares will dip to five cents. Five cents. Where are they now? I think they're, I don't know, 50. I don't know. I don't have my phone. Mighty Craft share price is currently 18 cents. So market cap's what? 50 million, five cents, 10 million. Not very good at maths. 15 million. Well, it's like sitting at the moment on a bit of a support at around 18 cents, right? So I can tell you it, one of two things is going to happen. Either the share price is going to go up, it's going to go down. That's how it works. So even 50 50. That's true. Down to five cents seems a little aggressive. On the um, it's never been to five cents. The lowest it's ever been is 13 cents. 
Yeah, but since it was 13, like since it was lower than now, like they've done a lot of shit. They've released better beer. They've bought a $50 million company. They've yeah. put all these spirits and stuff down. It's it's not going to go down to five cents. No way in the world. No. All right. No. Darren Giddens, how many breweries will be sold in 2023, over or under five? Um, what was that? Say that again. How many breweries will be sold in 2023, over or under five? That's a good. Uh, one. Under five. You under say five. under. Yeah. I'll I'll take the over if if we're if we're a sale is a sale. It doesn't matter who it's to. It doesn't matter for what reason it was. Sure. All right. I'll take an under. Easy. We got a bet. Finally got a bet. Oh wow, Luke Cooper prediction: Mazin will be your most popular guest again. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> he might not come back on after some of these comments. I don't think. I don't think we're letting him back in the country. I think he's in Beirut at the moment. Oh wow. Okay. Well, you taking the over on that, or the? I mean, he, he could be. We don't have many guests. Well, he wasn't the most popular guest in twenty twenty two. Not according to Spotify. It was the Future Magic guys and and Matt Vitale. Yeah, that's true. Although maybe according to Apple, he might have been. So, you know, um, perhaps. perhaps. I'll go with perhaps as well. All right. <laughs> Andrew Lang, prediction, Hendo will have at least one field trip episode. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I predict at least two. <laughs> okay. One for I'm each semester. On <laughs> Actually, no, there's four terms. We do a field trip each term. So okay. I, can, I, can, I can say hitting four is not going to be a stretch. <laughs> You have too much control over that for me to take the bet, but well, like... exactly. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against me on field trips, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't, I just don't want my students to spew on the way on the train on the way home again. Oh, <laughs> wow. Stop. Okay. Oh, I wasn't there. But that helps. Care and all that sort of stuff. All right. No wonder <laughs> we got so many comments. They're all from the same people. Prediction. Yeah, yeah. Luke Cooper. With, with Paul Simpson heading overseas, B, BHHQ will only operate twice a week. <laughs> okay. What's Simpo doing? Oh, he's going on a on a um, six month holiday. That's kind of an overseas sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical. Yeah. Where's he going? Down, like Europe and shit, taking the whole Excellent. family. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that will affect business. That's for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Angus Grant, prediction, the war between various Palmy, Palmer, Palmo factions will come to an end with Palmy coming out the victor. All hail the pub Palmy. Yeah, agreed. Palmo is definitely one of those, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Palmo is bullshit. Yeah. Palmer is worse. Yep. I agree with you, Angus. Yeah, absolutely. We can't take that bet, though, because it's, it's, too, it's too vague. Yeah. All right. Paul Metcalf prediction, Gilux Hog Bristle, which is this colour right here. Yeah. For those playing at home. Yes, you've got your swatch there. there. Got it. Your big oversized swatch. What the fuck is this shit? The eight most popular Gilux whites. Gilux natural white is the number one spot. Natural, what natural white looks like. Bring it up. It's cream. It's not even white. Like Hog's Bristle without the green? No, no, Hogs Bristle is fucking green. This is fucking cream. But Hogs Bristle like, is a creamy green. Yeah, it's still green. Um, That's why I said it's the cream white. without the green. Yeah. Whisper White is shit. Lexicon Quarter is very close to Vivid White, and I can see that Vivid White is next. And yeah. Vivid White, that's just that's just your base paint. It's not even any tint in the fucking thing, right? Shit. 
if you lexicon, if you half want, lexicon is even in this. It's not. I know this is the thing that pisses me off, right? So if you paint your house, right, but for your ceilings and your um, doors and door architraves and stuff, any, any other part of your house, vivid white, you haven't built a house. You built a doctor's surgery. White's good though. I like. I like me white. <laughs> White on white is actually not white on white. That's a fucking lie. Lexicon? Fair. It's in there. Yeah. That's the outside of my house, Lexicon. Yes, that's fine. Fair. Lexicon, Lexicon quarter, okay. Um, hog bristle. Hog bristle quarter. Like, you're not even really trying if you go with hog bristle hog quarter. Hog bristle quarter looks like what our half Lexicon coasters look like after, like, six months of use. You're really not trying. What's this fucking Dulux Antique White USA? What's that shit? That sounds Dulux. That sounds antique. fancy. Antique White USA. Color is it? Let's have a look. It's fucking white, mate. Dulux Antique White USA. Oh dear, it's it's yellow. It's like my grandmother's house. Oh my god. Yeah, and you know what it's you know what it is? It's shit. like my grandma's house. Because my grandpa used to smoke a pack of day in the fucking lounge room. Wow. And then and then the walls went yellow from the tar and the cigarette smoke. Okay. That's well, antique white USA. Right. Well, that one's dropping out of the list for sure. Why isn't like a better prediction is that Lexicon Half would enter the list easily. Easily should be in the top eight. Yeah. All right. Well, we predict that. Mm. Oxbristle might hang around there. It's a popular colour and, and it gets used a lot because you've used a lot in the past. People used to touch up shit. That's why I bought it. So it's still there. It's got a legacy. Sorry about that. It wasn't my house. It was a rental, but that's okay. All right. Angus Jimbo? Grant, prediction. Luke <laughs> Cooper will post one helpful post in 2023 amongst his large steaming pile of shit posts. Oh, shit posts. <laughs> okay. You can go, you can go and under or over. I'm going under. I don't think he's going to post anything useful. He's going to post zero <laughs> posts in 2023. All right, we're in agreement on that one. All right, Nick Lennon, BJCP to add COO. I'm not, I'm not repeating that. All right, I'm not going to repeat that one. All right, Damien Rigby. What does that mean? What? I'm not what does saying that mean? That. Nick Lennon, David, Damien Rigby visits. No, you can't go. Oh. Am I, do you, I Google this? I don't, I don't want to be. Should no. I Google this? No, don't Google. It's a beer group thing. Is um, that? Huh? It is it. Okay. What are you doing? I'm googling what it means. Don't Google it. It's. I don't. It's not even. It's not even going to be in Google. It's in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Okay. <sighs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> the uh, Merriam-Webster uh, definition. <laughs> it's got a your mum joke. <laughs> Oh dear. It's almost like someone defiled Wikipedia. Can we just move on from this? Yeah, okay. All right. Nick Lennon, same guy who posted that one. Damon Rigby visits Strati, has a beer, and tells us about this beer. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. That's for what that. he does. Sounds good. Um Adam Show prediction. This will be the last time Dan asked for predictions on Bat B two minute hashtag two minute responses. No, this is great. Oh, we love it. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, all right, last one. Callum Sprott, the next podcast inspired beer won't make it into this year's production plan. Prediction from one of the newest members of the 12, late to the party, but glad to be here. Well, welcome to the 12. 
And no, yeah. let's fucking do it. It will. We did it last time. It was a bit of fucking around, but we got there. What are we going to do this year? The Adam beer. Mm. Unless we think of something different. No, I'm down for that. Or the pineapple Grodzitski. That thing sold like hotcakes online. The, um, yeah, smoked pineapple Grodzitski. Yeah. Or, or we could talk about it all year and not make it. That's not, not do anything. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, <laughs> then Lara will just go and fucking brew it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. We're back. Good episode. Hi. It's good. Good to see you. You too, mate. It's good to be back. We should have done an over-under on how many episodes we're going to do this year. Yeah, I'm sure we'll miss a few. Uh, Next week, I'm going to be on the road again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Good start. I think I can um, do the show. That's fine. Okay, still do it. All right. I'll be on location. Where are you going next week? The middle of Australia. Secret destination. Uh, The middle of Australia. You have internet there? In Alice Springs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, I'm keen. It should be uh, good fun, and um, I can um, tell you about the scene in the dead center. Definitely, yeah. right? Um, it's hard to more. get. Can you can you believe it's really fucking hard to get there? Right? No, gotta I can't believe a, that. Yeah. You got to get you a really fucker. You can't go. You can't fly Virgin, even though I'm flying Virgin. Go. You fly Alliance Airlines from Brisbane, and then when you want to return, right? Guess how, guess how you get back from Alice Springs back to Brisbane? On a horse. No. Camel. You have to go fly Adelaide. Well, that's fun. That's yeah, fine. At least I'm flying business class because I get some free upgrades and that sort of thing. And I went, oh, yeah, I'll have that. That's fine. Should maybe, be good fun. Maybe build it into your trip next time. There's a bit going on in Adelaide. Oh, you went there not that long ago, did you? I got Adelaide a, a bit and that sort of thing. I was thinking about going in there, staying for the weekend, but I, I, I pretty fucking skint from all this travel last year. So, yeah. Oh, incidentally, before we go, um, if there are actually any brewers out there listening to us, not, not beer drinkers, although that's really important as well, mm. is um, I'm firing up the uh, YouTube channel as of Friday. So um, I've got a three-part series, which I've been working on for about a year, uh, on uh, the the thing that, that that sort of I had a bit of a think about over the, the, the Christmas break is that you know, with inflation driving up cost of production and all that sort of stuff and putting some real significant price pressure on beer and cutting margins, um, I figured I'd release a free series on how to build a yeast propagator for a craft brewery. So nice. about 500, 500 bucks worth of stuff from uh, Kegland and you can go and build a, a propagator that'll propagate yeast for 10 hectolitres. Love that. You, you get pretty good traction on YouTube, don't you? Yeah, I've got 8,000 subscribers. So my mission this year is to do a video every week. Nice. So I've got I've got a month's worth lined up now. So um, if you want to listen to that, youtube.com forward slash Rockstar Brewer. Um, give it a like and a subscribe and that sort of thing. And um, really looking forward to rolling out this, this yeast propagator thing. I think it's going to make a lot of difference to a lot of brewers and stuff. Definitely. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time working on beer costings and it's it's pretty fucking crazy when you start digging into even just figuring out how much it costs to make beer is super challenging. But yeah. Yeah. Once you start digging into every little ingredient, anything you can save money on, it's that's why that's why it's big companies that do this really well, because those motherfuckers are smart. Yes. And economies of scale and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. All right. Good. All right, mate. We'll enjoy your trip. We'll catch up next week. And thanks to everyone who's listened and 
if you here's to a good 2023. Yeah. Cheers for the questions. Let's keep that engagement going. That was good. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Right. See you next week. See you, mate.